are listening to the oneofus.net podcast network. The year is 3129. Mankind is adrift in the stars. Giant spaceships hurdle the last of humanity towards their destiny, whatever it may be. Only one thing can keep them going and power these great ships will feed the minds and spirits of these people. And that is the last brewing company to survive in the future, Circle Brewing. So great was their product that they indeed became the legendary Earth Brewers. But, you know, it's right now, 2018, or maybe 2019, depending on when you're listening to this. And you can get Circle Brewing right by going into Austin, by stopping into their uh, brewery on Breaker Lane. Or you can get it in convenience stores where there's all sorts of good stuff. Uh Martin, you're from the future. What do you think? Well, I tell you, Austin is a city with no shortage of breweries, but this is some of the best I've ever had. Well, there you go. You, you can't ask somebody who's going to give you a truer thing about beer than Mr. Martin Thomas because he's an alcoholic. <laughs> It's about to get downright musical here. Hey, everybody, it's Eye on the Prize, the Oscar-nominated music edition... Edition, with an E. Good enough. <laughs> We're talking yeah. about music. There you go. Hey, it's everybody. just English, Justin. It's just English. Yeah, how is it we have a foreign language speaker here, and I'm the one who's having trouble with my English? <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, which, by the way, people... Um, well, first of all, my usual co-host here, we got Shaquille Lambert. How are you doing? What's up? Y'all are taking me uh, time away from me playing Kingdom Hearts three, so let's let's get this quick. <laughs> yeah, I haven't even started. Well, I haven't bought it yet. I'm, I'm waiting for Lexi. So <laughs> Amazon fucked me so hard on it because I signed up for Prime, and they're like, guaranteed it'll show up on Tuesday the 29th. Showed up on fucking fr- what Thursday, Thursday uh, night. I hope they well, bought you dinner first. That's, yeah, that's sad. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but then also we got Bradley Martin over here. How you doing? Very good. Thank you. Hello. Excellent. And here we are. We got our special guest today, my good friend from my old missionary days, Lorenzo Emanuel. How are you doing, buddy? Hello, hello. Excellent. Uh, I'm doing fantastic. How about you, Justin? I'm doing great. Uh, For people that don't know, Lorenzo wrote the music for uh, the Screener Squad theme, the Eye on the Prize theme, and the Gathering theme for this website. Oh dear! Did I? <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure you did. I don't, I don't remember that shit. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was drunk. Well, well it, de- it depends if if uh, the people like it. If the people like it, yes, definitely, it was me. Shaq, uh, Brad, yeah. what do you guys think? Oh no! I told you like the moment, like the first time I heard the Iron Prize theme. I'm like, this shit is perfect. I'm like that was <laughs> that is literally. Yes, it, it was me. It was so fitting yeah. to it. If he doesn't want to take it was credit, me. it was I definitely will. me, the writer. Yes, hi, I'm the composer. Of <laughs> Wonderful. Let's, awesome. let's, let's not say any more before Lorenzo gets his head too big for the rest of the day of the show. It's like, oh, me, the composer of this show. Me. So from now on, you will refer to me as a senior uh, Mr. Composer. And, uh, and Oh, that's great. No, it's funny. Uh, well, on the Gathering episode, when we premiered the uh, theme, uh, some of the guys were just joking, just like, oh, Lorenzo Emanuel. It sounds like a knockoff Lin-Manuel Miranda or something like that. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> as long as you don't get some high-pitched rapping, I think we'll be fine. No. Oh, dear, no. No, no. We're, no, no. I don't, I don't uh, deal in those kinds of drugs. Alrighty. Well, uh, so we got a little bit of uh, house cleaning business to do here. Uh, first of all, just a few news stories. Uh, so, Bohemian Rhapsody is looking like it might actually win an award. Fuck off. Because <laughs> the, e- the editing um, awards came out for the, um, the Eddies, you know, the ACE. And Bohemian Rhapsody, The Favorite, and Into the Spider-Verse won the editing prizes there. Yay. Um, the, the, what kills me about this? Is that it got an award for editing, but then there's this one post on Twitter that went viral that showed a scene from the movie where I think it's the the like the band members meeting up with uh, I think it's one of the record label executives, but it's fucking played by a uh, little finger from Game of Thrones, and the way oh, it's yeah, cut yeah. is fucking horrendous. It's like. It's like a biopic version of that scene in Taken 3 when Liam Neeson just trying to climb the fence <laughs> and they're cutting it like 16 times in yeah, like two I've seen seconds. That video. Yeah, uh, it was a video on bad editing, if I'm not mistaken. Like, that's its label. 
Yeah. I, what is it with everyone? Yeah. Everyone in Hollywood just loves Bohemian Rhapsody. I don't get it. Fucking I nostalgia. Just... That's why. People love Queen. Yeah. Pe- I agree. People love Queen. And by as de facto movie about Queen, they're going to love it regardless of if it's actually any good or not. And I, and I have to be honest. I mean, as a musician, of course, as a head and chair and dean of the Department of Music here and, you know. Wow. <laughs> don't inflate um, uh, that ego no, no. too much, buddy. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Uh, no, but like uh, uh, I love Queen. Of course, I love Queen because it's they're awesome. They were amazing, and they made history. And musically speaking, they were mo- one of the most prepared uh, bands out there. Um, yeah, the movie wasn't wasn't that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it just I mean it was fine, but it wasn't. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. No, that, that's the thing. Like, you know, uh, Lexi, uh, she saw the movie, too, and she, that was the whole thing. She's like, yeah, it's fine. I don't get why everyone th- says it's amazing. It's just, it's fine, you know. But, yeah, it's not mind-blowing. It's anything anything but yeah. mind-blowing. It's fine. It's a good movie. It's not a bad movie, per se, but it's, uh, yeah. Yeah. Well. Carry on. Uh, yeah, carry on from there. Uh, also, <laughs> funny news story that just came up right now on my Facebook. Uh, <laughs> my mother donated to the website. So, there we go. We got Yay! a few extra bucks from... <laughs> Awesome. Mom, I love you. You are amazing. <laughs> she's awesome. Oh, she's the That's best. No, seriously. Um, also, there was the casting award prizes, which, you know, not as much. Nobody cares about that. But Crazy Witch Asians, Black Klansman, and Green Book won that, which, what a representation of nominees there. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> That's, all I, got. That's but, all I got to say. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing really much that. But the one that actually got me very excited because, so I don't know if you heard about this one, Lorenzo. There was a story yeah. a week ago about how they were changing some stuff up for the Oscar ceremony, and they said that only two of the nominees would perform at there, um, Kendrick Lamar mm. and then Lady Gaga, and mm-hmm. that got everybody pissed, where they're like, okay, we get you oh, want well. to cut down the runtime, but that's really disrespectful to the other nominees. Yeah, it's like you get the, like, I get that, like, they have star power and everything, but, like, if you're going to present the nominees for Best Original Song and have them perform, play all of the fucking performances, and, like... It's it's yeah. Th- that's some shitty well, thing to do. It, it's kind of a kind of exposes a little bit the nature of the Oscars in general, which is you know it's a business, of yeah. course. So yeah. I guess Lady Gaga and, and yeah. you know Kendrick Lamar are the two most top sailing artists, and I you know it doesn't honestly it doesn't surprise me. Like I I read a little bit about it, and I'm not too knowledgeable about it, but like you know knowing the two that are going to perform, I'm like yeah that makes sense. But well, from a business standpoint of view, it makes sense. Oh, it does, but the Academy apparently heard the complaints because they reversed the decision. So now all five will perform. Oh, so. yeah. oh good for them. I personally yeah. believe that uh, you single-handedly <laughs> persuaded them to change their minds, Justin, because everyone else was like, yep, Academy gonna Academy, and you were like, no, that's not how this is gonna play out. Listen, I, I want to I assume, <laughs> assume that, like, Justin, he's very nice. He's very clean, very friendly. But he sent an anonymous letter that was like the foulest shit they'd ever read in their lives. Like, y'all motherfuckers better motherfucking change that shit. You better play when a cowboy trades his first for wings, darn it. You know, knowing Justin, uh, I, I wouldn't be surprised. I, I think that would be, that'd be a thing. Yes, you actually know me longer than these. Well, no, by this point, you probably know about the exact same time these guys have. But so. like, yeah, just about the same time. He, he would say like some mob shit. Like, listen, I'm gonna come for your families, <laughs> <laughs> all your associates. You better let Jennifer Hudson sing. Dang it! Oh my gosh! Yeah, oh, that's man. true. Yeah, I forgot about that. So I'm glad at least the Academy is not completely stubborn. I guess. I mean, they, you know, they, they heard where the wind was blowing there because the actual nominees themselves are starting to get angry about that. They're like. Um, yeah, I'm not going to play if my friends here can't play, you know? Yeah. Plus, there's no host. What else are they going to (laughs) do? Right? Are are they just going to do it fast food style? Just like, here's your award, here's your award, here's your award. Get off the stage. (laughs) Pretty much, or? Yeah. It's, I, like, I, I think they have to lengthen the after parties. You know? <laughs> so well, with the they snow- have to shrink time somewhere. I mean, it's only twenty four hours, so they got they got to economize. On, yeah, there's no Harvey Weinstein time. parties anymore. So yeah, I guess so. Womp <laughs> <laughs> womp. I forgot about. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, because you remember yeah, he used yeah, to host the parties all the time um, for the Oscars. He, so. he did. Yeah. 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 Ugh. Anyway, <laughs> so there's that little setup there. Um, so. 
I want to go into the main bulk of the episode here where we're going to talk about the music nominees. Now, I had a lot of fun doing this last year because it was with uh, Shaq here and JC DeLeon, which, you know, thank you both again for, uh, for doing that, you guys. Well, hey. JC out there listening. Yeah. <laughs> mm. um, but this year, we actually had quite a few interesting nominees. Now, the reason why I got Lorenzo here is because Lorenzo is a professional composer, like I said. Um, I mean, Lorenzo, if you want to, just a little bit for setup. You know, just explain your, like, background in music. Like, where have you come to, uh, got to this point here? Yeah, other than being the king of the world. Uh, <laughs> I told you, it's too late. Music, it's too late. Uh, Zico's got too big. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, 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 no. No, actually, my uh, m- my, my background, on, in all seriousness, I, it's, it's not that extensive. I'm, I don't claim to be this, uh, this incredible, um, believe it or not, this incredible composer. Uh <laughs> Uh, I think my background, I mean, I, I studied music academically and uh, non-academically basically all my life. I am 29. I studied since I was one, literally one. I picked up my drumsticks at the age of one. And since then, I've been on and off schools. I've uh, earned diplomas back in Italy, where I'm where I'm from. And uh, I was one of the very few... Damn, this this sounds very. This, I don't know if I can say this because it sounds stupid. I was one of the very few eleven years old to be accepted to a university program. Wow. Okay. Does that sound? Does that does that sound pretentious? Yes, it does. Uh, it sounds <laughs> awesome. That's what it sounds. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, it's. I auditioned for it, and you know, my dad was professor there, so I grew up in the family oh, of musicians. My, my dad is, uh, of course. Um, very very well-renowned musician in Europe Mm -hmm. Uh, and now he moved here and it's basically doing running a lot of stuff in Utah and Boston I'm currently in Boston right now Um, and uh, he said like I'll get you an I'll get you a uh, an audition with the percussion department so I I went and you know I'm 11 I don't know anything about life I'm like this sounds good and so I just (laughs) I was banging stuff uh, that they put in front of me, and the dean of the department was like, uh, yeah, you're in. So I, that kind of made me realize that I'm actually the king of the world in, when, it, when it comes down to... to <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Anyway, no, it, it, I've, been, I've been doing music for picture um, <coughs> s- since... Uh, prob- pro- I've been a professional probably in f- four years, five years. On that, so I, I've dedicated my life for to other things. Before I was a songwriter. Before I did some uh, co-writing. My resume it's a little bit all over the places. I've I've ex- explored music in many different areas. Uh, now I am a full, not really full time, but um, almost full time documentary uh, composer, ah. uh, film composer in the making. Um, yeah. Happy days. Awesome. And no, yeah, Lorenzo has got some great work out there. If you check out, um, I mean, I posted a link to his SoundCloud page on our um, our launch pages on the site. But yeah, if you, we'll, we'll promote him a little bit later on the, on the episode, too. Check Trust out his mixtape. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's exactly why I wanted Lorenzo on here. Because, you know, us, we're we're film fans. We like music. We like listening to this stuff. I, you know, I'm a... A glutton for film music like this because I just listen to it all the time. But I wanted someone with an actual professional opinion. So we will go through the nominated picks and just give our thoughts on like what we felt worked about the songs or the scores, what we felt maybe was a little lacking, who do we think should win, or who what's our personal favorites if it's not the one that's going to win. And yeah, those will be cool. So let's start. Unless anyone has any objections, we'll start with best original song nominees. I'm cool with that. Yay. Yeah. So I'll read through the list here just to. Um, you know, give credit to the actual people nominated as well. So, uh, going from the top, we have All the Stars from Black Panther. Uh, music written by Kendrick Lamar, Mark Soundway Spears, and Anthony Topdog Tiffith. And then lyrics by Lamar, Tiffith, and then SZA, which the song was SZA, also sung it's, by them. It's pronounced SZA. <laughs> That's how uh, in the know I am for music. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I had no idea either. Y'all, y'all motherfuckers sleeping on her, dude. She's really good. <laughs> oh, I don't, no, she's great. Yeah. Like, just hearing, hearing her singing the song is really great, too. So 
Lana Rowe, I, if I get it right. Yeah, right. that's yeah. a real – her uh, government name. <laughs> yeah, so then we also name. have um, I'll Fight from RBG, which music and lyrics by Diane Warren, and then it was sung by Jennifer Hudson. So that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. When you feel you're taking all that you can take And you're sure you're never gonna catch a break And the tears of rivers running down your face, yeah um, the Place Where Lost Things Go from Mary Poppins Returns, music by Mark Shaman, lyrics by Scott Whitman and Mark Shaman, and then sung by Emily Blunt. Do you ever lie awake at night, just between the dark and the morning light, searching for the things you used to know? Looking for the place where the lost things go. Shallow, a star uh, from A Star Is Born. Music and lyrics by Lady Gaga, Mark Ronson, Anthony Rosomando, and a- Andrew Wyatt, which uh, then sung by Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga. Then, when a cowboy trades his spurs for wings from the Ballad of Buster Scruggs, music and lyrics by David Rollins and Gillian Welsh, and then it was sung by Tim Blake Nelson and Wally, uh, Willie Watson. Let me tell you, buddy, there's a faster gun coming over yonder when tomorrow comes. Let me tell you, buddy, and it won't be long. Till you find yourself singing your last cowboy song. I almost said Wally Watson. Great. I'm like, he's not a Great he's stuff. not a comic hero, <laughs> not yet. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, let's start then with all the stars. So, uh, who wants to go first talking about this one? I'll start first, considering I think I'm the most hip hop knowledgeable out of the group here, um, by far. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cause I'm with some white ass motherfuckers. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. But you are. <laughs> honestly, this like this song is solid. Like I, I've said this before. I think on like the um uh, the lot like when we were live react to the nominations. I like all the stars. I think it's a solid song, but it's not the best. It's not even the best song on the soundtrack or even in the one in the movie. Um, in turn, it, it's one of those ones that like it's it feels kind of forgettable. Like it. Especially in the grand scheme of like how different everything else sounds in the movie, that like this just feels like a, a typical kind of hip hop slash pop song. Um, no, there's no part of it that's outright terrible, but there's no part of it that's like it screams out to me like, man, this is this is great. This is like best song, like best original song of the year. Like even uh, "Pray for Me" by The Weeknd and Kendrick that also plays in the movie. I thought that was better. I thought uh, "Ops" by Vince Staples that was playing during the uh, the car chase in uh, in a uh, soul that was better. Like there's there's a lot of songs mm-hmm. that I enjoyed a lot more, but it, for what it's worth, it's not a it's not a bad song. Still, it's just there because it's it feels like it's a, because it's a big hit that they had to put it in there. Confrontation ain't nothing new to me. You could bring a bullet, bring a sword, bring a morgue, but you can't bring the truth to me. Fuck you and all your expectations. I don't even want your congratulations. Okay. I mean, I kind of feel the same way. I mean, I, again, I'm not as hip-hop knowledgeable as you would be on this soundtrack, but when I heard the song, I'm like, it's it's fine. You know, it's a very – it feels very safe for Kendrick, you know? Like, it doesn't yeah, really, like – exactly. Yes. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I, th- I think that's the best uh, description. It's a safe song. Yes. I think yeah. that's why it – I think that's absolutely why it got the nomination out of the songs in the – Black Panther soundtrack because I could just see a bunch yeah. of um, white people, you know, cruising along all like all the stars are closer, all the stars are closer. And you know, here's the thing: SZA has a habit of that where like there's sometimes her lyrics are really hard to understand because she says it in a way that's just kind of weird. 
<laughs> well, no, I'm not critiquing SZA. No, no, I'm no, no, critiquing no one takes the time the to read is, lyrics. People, or... people make that. A lot of people make that joke also, and I'm yeah. also one of those people. <laughs> well, she's got a outstanding she's got a great voice. voice yes. I think the the safety of it and the fact that it was a big collaboration is how it got the nomination. When, as you pointed out, there are much better songs in the film. Yeah, I mean, and then uh, any professional um, observations you had, Lorenzo, about it, or. Well, what has been said so far has has hit um, almost all the marks um, in 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 terms of uh, and, and this is you know my opinions. I'm 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 not um, R and B or hip hop uh, expert uh, by by any means. Um, musically speaking, um, you know this this is this is very much my my opinion. Again, it, the the reason why it was nominated is because you see here. What do you see? You see music by Mark Spears, Kendrick Lamar. And Anthony Tiffiths, and these are three very, very prolific producers. And then you add to that mix that you have Solana Rowe, which, by the way, her voice is amazing. Mm-hmm. I, I love uh, Solana Rowe. I'm not gonna even try to pronounce her <laughs> art name. I'm just gonna make a fool of myself. Just like, just it's <laughs> like saying scissors. Just say SZA. SZA. Is that SZA? There you go. Is that what it is? There we go. Okay. Well, I don't. <laughs> I have a tremendous respect for uh, Caesar, so I don't, <laughs> you know. Anyway, sp- speaking, I don't know, professionally speaking, musically speaking, probably it's the better term. I mean, the production quality is 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 top notch. But that again, that's that's an expectation that I have when I'm when I'm approached by a music or, or a piece of music that you know nomination for the Golden Globe or Oscars or Grammys or Emmys, whatever you know, whatever the prize is. Um, I'm 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 kind of like okay, so I'm I'm assuming the production quality has got to be good. And when I mean by production quality, I mean like you know, uh, artistically speaking, the type of music, how it is produced, how is this mastered, how is it mixed. We have big names in the plate here, and it has to be that way. Otherwise, it wouldn't get, it wouldn't have gotten a nomination in the first place. Um, here, here's a few points. Probably uh, the, the song kind of develops in a very simple series of harmonic progressions that they're, they're kind of interesting like it, it the song is interesting it's not boring i thought it was actually very very interesting to think about because it's like it it, it it plays between these two harmonic progressions that kind of interchange with, with each other which is not very typical of um a typical pop song because this is of course not meant to be a pop song it's meant to be more of a rap more of a uh, hip-hop sort of tune but um, I, th- I think it was uh, Bradley that said it said it really better. It, it, it's something that you can imagine white people just like, <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> yes, this is dope, yeah. It just doesn't, you know, it doesn't have a lot of the hip hop elements that really make hip hop amazing because hip hop is an incredible genre. So it, it, I was kind of a left uh, on the side of the on the side of the road there. I was like, eh, this is, it's a miss opportunity, really. It's it's a weak song. It's a, it's not strong. And the strong points that it, the very few strong points that it has, it just doesn't expand on that. It just doesn't go the extra mile, in my opinion. That's that's all I have to say. Yeah, no, I, I can kind of agree with that. You know, it's just it was fine when I listened to it, but I don't really think about it much outside of that. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, keeping up with the pop then, uh, we're going to talk about I'll Fight from RBG. So, now, how familiar is everyone here with Diane Warren as a, a musician and lyricist? Not at all. Uh, Lorenzo? Oh, I I know a few of her stuff. She's an incredible songwriter and producer. Okay, fantastic one, actually. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I know because I've seen her name before, and I I know I've know some mm-hmm. songs from Diane Warren, but you, I couldn't like you know if you put a gun up to my head, I'm like I could maybe name this one, and that's about it, just off the top of my head. But, oh, I'm yeah. I'm looking at some of these songs that she's written. She these are massive fucking songs. Like <laughs> I don't want to miss a thing by Aerosmith. Oh yeah, uh, right. yeah, that's a big one. Yeah. <laughs> fucking unbreak my heart by Tony Braxton. Like holy shit! Like yeah, no, this is- yeah. She's um, she's she's full of Grammys. Mm-hmm. She's got Golden Globe awards. She's got pristine Emmy awards. I mean, 
uh, ASCAP recognition, Academy Awards. She, she's huge. Like she, she got. Okay. She's a, one of the. I take back what names. I said. Uh, she's amazing. She is. A, she is the most awesome sing- songwriter ever. There we yeah. go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, definitely. She's she's a uh, top of the line. Yeah. Although I do feel like just listening to the song here. I, I feel like that's mostly why she got in, because of the name recognition. Because I'll say this, this song is good. You know, kind of like the last song. It's good, it's fine. It's just, you know, outside of Jennifer Hudson singing it, I couldn't tell you exactly why it was better than any of the other shortlist songs, you know, that were, that were um, eligible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. it's... it's... It, it, it's it's the common award nomination. No, that's exactly like, what I thought. Yeah, <laughs> this is where like you would expect to hear a common verse on this, and I'm just like it's okay, but I I forgot it just as soon as I like listened to it. It was yeah. When each night is like a battle you can win, and the pain is like a weight you're carrying, I will be the one to help you carry. Well, I'm a pretty big Jennifer Hudson fanboy. The uh, only reason I wanted there to be a live-action Dumbo movie is because I assumed they would get her to sing Baby of Mine. The fact that that didn't happen is I'm boycotting that movie. Um, (laughs) That's the only reason. (laughs) But the the strange thing about this song, like I could listen to Jennifer Hudson belt the phone book. I'm not lying, you guys. (laughs) But this song kind of has just a... Okay, I'm done now. Feel to it at the end. And yeah. it, I've, I've heard it on several venues and through several websites because I, I thought, does it really end this way? Where she's like, okay, I'm, thanks, I'm done now. <laughs> but uh, is uh, I, I'm confused about that ending. So I kind of agree with you guys on what you're saying, but I, I totally love listening to her sing. Jennifer Hudson is... Um is an incredible singer. I, I, <laughs> again, we are talking. This, this is what bothers me about the, you know so far these names that we've uh, that, that we've mentioned that Justin you mentioned. Um, both All Stars and uh, I'll Fight are two songs so far, and and uh, we're gonna go down to the last one or you know in the middle one. There's another one that has the same problem. You have huge names involved with the production. And you have a very underwhelming, mediocre outcome. And and this doesn't happen in film scoring that much. Because, you know, when you call Hans Zimmer, when you call John Williams, when you call Danny Elfman, when you call, um, you know, um, like all the other, yeah, you know, yeah. the bigger names, you usually end up with a product that it's like, okay, 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 awesome, you know, great. So um, here, we were, um, what I'm seeing is Diane Warren, which is responsible single-handedly for changing the entire pop industry uh, in terms of songwriting. She wrote the best music uh, out there, and then she come out with, with, with this kind of song, which is fine. It's just underwhelming. It, it's, there are some few interesting things. Here's an interesting thing about this song. There is an underlining rhythm in the song that s- sounds slower than it actually, did, it actually is. It, that's a very masterful movie. You see the master at work in those kinds of details if you really know where to look. And I'm, you know, one, I'm a nerd when it comes on these things, so I'm, I'm just going Walk there the and like, oh wow, look at this. <laughs> and and so and and, I'm, and nobody understands me when, he, when I say it's like, oh look at this rhythm is just underlying is right there slower or something. <laughs> yeah, it, nobody <laughs> understands what you're saying, dude. It doesn't make any. And and you know, and I'm okay with that. You know, just and and when you look at the song. On a technical level, you see the master at work, but then the delivery of that, you know, technical knowledge and understanding of the music, and it's just very underwhelming. That's really all I have to say about the song. It's a very underwhelming song. No, yeah. even even I can agree with that. Being the fanboy here, so. so It always feels like there's one of these songs every year where it's like the, you know, we don't know what to do with this song, but it's a bunch of people who are talented involved with it. You know, because like you said, last year, common yeah. song for um, Marshall, that movie, where you're just like, I don't even remember what that song sounds like, you know? <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, well. But in- actually, me neither. That's that's an interesting thing. I don't actually remember how it goes. Yeah, it was just like, I'll stay. 
shut up at you. Something like that. But anyway. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow, my goodness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but wow. then... um. If anything, before we... Uh, I'll say that Diane Warren should have nominated for another song from fucking Stars Warren. That pop song that Lady Gaga was singing. Oh, right. Did she write that? great song. She co-wrote that. That's actually oh. a great song. It, <laughs> it's oh, the yeah. only flaw in the movie where he insults her for... Well, technically, that's not a flaw because they were having a tiff. But that's a great song. <laughs> it's such a fun song. <laughs> yeah. That's another... Yeah. Another white guy, me, driving down the street. I'm like, why do you do that? Do that. Do why do you do that? Do that. Do that. It's such a good fucking song. Why did you do that? That's actually a good true. <laughs> Man, and she, yeah. she sells it and nails mm. it, so yeah. And it helps that the scene that she's uh, dancing to it is uh, quite alluring, too, to say the least. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yes. It's like, cause I usually don't think of Gaga as being, like, sexy, per se, but I'm like, it, it kind of works here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she, was, she was made, yeah, she was made to be that kind of Yeah, movie. she's oh, got yeah. the confidence and the was, presence really. that exudes that sex, sexy, powerful, yeah. well... I'm just going to stop myself there. Yeah. <laughs> but we're not going to talk about Gaga just yet because we have one song to do before. Not yeah, I have a few things to say about Gaga. Yes. Um, let's, but, keep, let's keep moving. But the one here is the, <laughs> the, the place where lost things go from Mary Poppins. Memories you've shared, gone for good you feared. They're all around you still, though they've disappeared. Now... Mark Shaman's also a veteran songwriter and musician for movies, especially. Because um, for people who don't know, he's the dude who wrote the songs and music for South Park, Bigger, Longer, and Uncut. Wait, oh, did wow. he really? Yes, he wow. did. He was one of the main guys behind that. So, No way. <laughs> yeah, no, he wrote uh, Blame Canada, I believe. So, Wait, um, I'm going to pull up the credits right now because this is amazing. I had no idea. Yeah, I know it's there. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> right? Isn't that... No way! Yeah. Although, and then... here's the thing: as much as I love him for South Park, I fucking hate him for Hairspray. Dude, Hairspray's him. soundtrack is awesome. I don't know what you're I... talking about. Dude, Hairspray <laughs> is like everything. Remember how I like I was bitter about La La Land or whatever about musicals and shit. Literally I didn't like La La Land every... either that much. Literally every single thing I ever hate about musicals. Hairspray does it in spades, and I'm like, I cannot physically stand this. Well, I, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be that guy and be like, that's the only movie where I actually liked Zac Efron. <laughs> well, apparently he's got that new movie coming out where he's playing Ted Bundy, and apparently everyone says he's great in it. So, oh, yeah, which I'm like, okay, okay I, you have my attention. Oh, so it's funny because looking through Mark, right. uh, Mark Shaman's um, right. credits, he mostly kind of does a lot of generic movies, like a lot of romantic comedies. You know, like um, when Harry met Sa- no, How Harry Met Sally and uh, Alex and Emma and R- Rumor Hat, like a bunch of these forgettable movies that nobody would care about. But every now and then he just jumps to the floor from like, oh hey, did you know he could do this too? He's like, I love how you say forgettable romantic comedies, but then the first one you list is like one of the most famous ever made. No, 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 he didn't do, no, no, he didn't do When Harry Met Sally, he did How Harry Met Sally, the other movie. Wait, 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 wait. I've never even heard the, of that. Oh, oh, no, sorry, sorry, sorry. That's the, the documentary they made about it. Never mind. Okay. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> you had me going for a second. I was like, what is like, how? Like, we gotta pick that up on sequels. Check. Mystery yeah. explained. Yeah, there we go. Because I think he actually did, yeah, no, he didn't actually do the music for the original film, if I mistake, but Oh no, he did Misery. He, he did, did City Slickers. <laughs> I'm looking. He did. <laughs> oh, okay. Sorry, sorry. There it is. I'm, I'm sorry. So, I, I'm sorry. Sorry to mess you up, but yeah, no, I just literally just saw it. Just now. yeah, no, sorry. I just I skimmed through it too quickly there. So okay, yeah, no, he was he was much bigger in the '90s, I think, for like the really good romantic comedies that came out. But okay, so in terms of Mary Poppins, um, am I on the? You know, I, I seem to be kind of on the bandwagon with a lot of people that this is not the most impressive song from the soundtrack of Mary Poppins. I, I think it I, is. I think it is. Oh, really? And the reason is because I can sing it to my kids, and it's not a big deal that it sounds bad when I do. Okay, Bradley, perform it right now. Let's hear you sing. <laughs> well, I usually change up a lot of the words because I don't know them <laughs> by heart and because they don't relate to my, like, I don't have a spoon. Like, what does she say? Do you ever find, you know. That all your stuff is missing. Maybe you should pick it up and take better care of it. <laughs> you know, that's how I kind of mess it up a little bit. Yeah. Well, 
you know, and, and having said that, I don't think it's a bad song. Actually, I mean, it's it's definitely the big, you know, emotional number where everything else is very light and fun and fluffy. It this is, is the one that's like, yeah. no, this Clearly, is time, yeah. time to be serious, you know. But what's that one? Uh, that other one's really good where she's sing- singing in the um, what I'll call a circus. Everyone seems to love that that one. Oh, the, um, the cover's not a book nominated. or whatever? Or? Maybe, yeah. Well, because that's the one that I was thinking was really great, because that's the one everyone's like, okay. okay, this one was even in, in consideration for nominations. Um, yeah, I would say that or this one. Yeah, because that one was the one where it's like the big, um, uh, the Chicago-style number that she does, you know, when she's on the stage. Yeah, and her banter in that is really fun, too, and kind of sounds like it belongs in a best original song. So. Cover is not the book, so open it up and take a look, because under the covers one discovers that the king may be a no, and the other nominee yeah. was that triple light fantastic song, which I'm like, I don't, I don't like that song at all. You're stuck in the mist, sure you can struggle and resist, or you can trip a little light fantastic with me. Now say you're lost in the crowd, well you can stamp and scream out loud, or you can trip a little light fantastic with me. Definitely, out of all the songs, out of all the songs that uh, Mark Shaman composed for that movie, I I think they picked, they probably picked the wrong one. Okay, so that's my in your opinion. Pers- in, your, in your opinion, which one would you pick then, Lorenzo? Um, I I think I think the the what was that? The book was not covered. Yeah, yeah. That was a lot more in the style. So that, see, you know, that reminds me a lot more of the original Mary Poppins, which yeah. it's not necessarily the point of the, you know, Mary Poppins Returns. I'm, I'm, I'm sure they wanted to do their it's own thing. It's definitely the point and, of the music because they play the lay motifs from the old film a lot in the score. <laughs> right, right. And that's fine. And that's fine. And, you know, again, I'm giving him the benefit of that. Yeah. But if there was something that really deserved, like in terms of like, you know, on the stage, the presence of the actors, the the arrangement, the orchestration, the the dance moves, and all that, the interestingness general in general of the song. Um, I I would have picked book. It wasn't book is not a uh, the book is not a cover. However, um, the place where lost things go hits on something that I called the the uh, Disney effect mm-hmm, in mm-hmm. music. The Disney effect is <laughs> it's a term that I uh, I came up with. Uh, totally myself. It's not it's not patented or anything. <laughs> I, I, it, it, because Disney has had this history of creating music that is not forgettable, that is not um, just um, lazy writing. It's great, fantastic, uh, just masterfully crafted music. They have, you know, they're, we, we, we sing tunes from Disney in our day-to-day life, you know, to because because we, we grew up with them mm-hmm. and I think the place where lost things go musically speaking hits on those marks and it, it's a far more Disney like song than book is in a cover is um, yeah. paradoxically enough that's I think that's why they picked that and I'm okay with that honestly I'm okay that it's up there in the nominees I would have picked the other one but I'm okay that this it's there I'm, I'm not yeah. actually complaining too much about it maybe on the moon or maybe somewhere new Maybe all you're missing lives inside of you Yeah, yeah, no, I, uh, I, think, uh, I got I, I got nothing on this because Yeah, no, I could tell, I could tell you had nothing on this <laughs> can, can we back? Like, I, I could it, tell you jamming it's, on it's it fine, you're, you're, you, were, you were totally jamming on it, come on, it's, it's admit fine. it It's fine, it's just, yeah, no, this, <laughs> it does nothing for me What's the term, uh, maudlin? <laughs> it's a little maudlin yeah, when the kids are rowdy, just having a slow, calm down, did you know that you're important and we love you type of song is very, which is which is factual when I sing it to them. That this song is making our like, kids entitled. Yeah. <laughs> oh, brother. I, I really hated Trip a Little Light Fantastic a lot, Can uh, but we don't have to talk about that. Oh, you don't love uh, Lin-Manuel's terrible impersonation of um, Dick No, I, I like Lin-Manuel Miranda, but when he's like, won't you trip a lot fantastic with me? I'm like, oh my gosh, there's seven more minutes of this. And he's like, there is, buckle up, bitch. So. Well, he, was he was definitely not going to have a small part in that movie. So he was like, you better put me yeah, in every you're right. minute. That's true. Yeah. Oh my he's God. Oscar hunting, it feels like, but... 
Oh yeah. Hopefully he gets it someday. I don't know. Yeah, I'm sure he will. He just he needs a song that really <laughs> just w- not for that. Yeah, he he's not deserves it. You know, really. <laughs> well, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. So I think um, then now we're moving into some really interesting stuff here. I'm very curious what Lorenzo has to say about this next song, which is, you know, by all accounts, the predicted winner for this category. It's uh, "Shallow" from A Star Is Born. Tell me something, girl. Are you happy in this modern world? Is there something else you're searching for? So, uh. <laughs> before before he gets on his shit, let me just go right quick. Go right ahead. Say, Please, I, I'm I'm loading. I'm I'm just charging right here. I'm just. I'm the say, EMP is charging. This song is great. It's my favorite of the list. Uh, I didn't. Ex- I absolutely did not expect it to be. Even like when I was originally watching the trailer, I was like, oh, I'm probably gonna not see this. But then, the, I think just as a song on its own, it works as a really, really, like, solid, just, like, performance. Which, surprisingly for Bradley Cooper, didn't expect it for him to have a fucking good singing voice at all. Yeah, same, um, same here. Yeah, he's good enough then, for, for an actor, you know, kind of thing, yeah. Exactly. And then the big, like, rising moment for Gaga feels like... if it, In the movie, it works beautifully, and it works also outside of the movie. It's just, like, this big powerful moment that like yo lady gaga's got a fucking amazing voice and there's so many just there's so much of this shit that just it works so well on so many levels that i fucking love this shit Uh, now you're you're wrong there sir we'll get bradley in and then we'll (laughs) get the bomb drop on the other side Uh, okay so i just want to say i love this song too um i actually cried real manly tears during this sequence in the movie. Now, I knew how the story was going to play out. That might have been one of the reasons why I did. But um, I remember talking to my wife like, yeah, this song's amazing. I read the lyrics, though, and what is it about? And my wife says to me... I don't fucking know. <laughs> well, she says, yeah, she says, you don't know what it's about. Isn't it obvious? And I'm like, not really. She's like, well, they're in love. <laughs> so I says... <laughs> okay, I definitely hear that while they're singing, and okay, I'm on board then. Very profound, Mr. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I guess that's not really a nitpick, not knowing what a song's about, because, you know, a song can mean many things to many different people. But, uh, yeah, Lorenzo, sure. I'm excited to hear what you have to say. It's, and if you could I mean, answer my I question, mean, too. Like, it's a so- No, I mean, it, it, your question is, is, is legitimate. It. it it's a song about loss, really. Like the the lyrics are pointing at a loss and love. The you know the, in some ways, how hard it is to love and the you know repercussions of love. I mean the the lyrics are <laughs> the execution of the lyrics is not really um, my favorite. I'm not <laughs> okay. Let me preface this before I you know uh, make a fool of myself. I am not an expert in lyrics whatsoever. I do I, when I listen to a song. Uh, when my wife <laughs> brings us a new song to me and like, hey, listen to this. I, I thought it was really cool. What she means is listen to the words and how cool the words are. What I mean is that chord progression sucks. <laughs> you know, that's that's the kind of a that's the kind of a, a view. I, I don't even look at the lyrics. That's why I suck at R&B and, and hip hop in general and rap. I, I listen to rap. Um, but after like seven, eight minutes that I'm listening to rap, I'm like, uh, what has my life come to? Uh, this is this is not <laughs> this is not what I'm here for. This is you know I, I, some people love to listen to the words and stuff, and that's perfectly fine. That's not me. I just don't. I'm I just don't. so I'm not going to talk about the lyrics and what they talk about. I know they talk about loss and 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 love because I mean you should. I mean you have to live under a rock to not really get the message of love mm-hmm, from mm-hmm. that song. Yeah. But when, when it, okay, so he, here's here's the thing. Um, Lady Gaga. It's one of the most uh, impressive artists that I've uh, had the luck to live in the same time period of. And I mean this. I mean this. She is incredible. She has an incredible voice paired with an incredible technique in singing because the two things, by the way, are not necessarily always related. You can have a beautiful voice and uh, absolutely um, suck at singing with that voice. 
plenty of example. I'm not gonna name anybody, but it's uh, it's a thing nowadays in pop music. You you can have a beautiful voice, you just can't sing. One example that does both is uh, The Weeknd's. He has an insane voice that is basically, if I didn't know any better, I, I, I knew Michael Jackson was still alive, and that's it. Wow. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it, that he was still alive. I, 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 I always knew. I, I faked his own death. The Weeknd's is actually just mouth copying Michael Jackson. That's I'm sure he doesn't opinion. want to be associated with um, Michael Jackson nowadays, though. No, he probably doesn't. He probably doesn't. It's oh, not fair for me to say that. The thing is... No, no I think he absolutely well, would want to be. Yeah. He's absolutely leaned into that. Yeah, well, I, I, think I, I mean, for ever sounds... since that documentary just came out at Sundance, I'm just saying. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, he well, he people sounds. People love the King of Pop. Tambor, Tambor speaking, his voice is basically it's like if you transplanted Michael Jackson's um, uh, voice apparat and just transplanted it onto that guy's hmm. throat. It, it's just the same. It literally is that close. Again. Uh, what I'm trying to say here, Lady Gaga, amazing, amazing artist in my opinion. I love. Uh, I don't. I don't like the things that the labels make her do because it's just, oh, let's dance. That doesn't show anything. <laughs> that, that that's not her. That's not what she wants to do in her career. That's not what she wants to do. That's why, another reason why she left, by the way. But anyway, um, the song. Uh, <laughs> hold, on, hold on a sec. Hold on a second. I got fucking diss track instrumentals going on right now. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you, you can You're go now. You can song, yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh boy. Point point number one. Point number one. Whenever I see music and lyric by Lady Gaga, Mark Ronson, Anthony Rosamondo, too many names, Andrew White, too many names working on the same things, and when you have that, if if you have ever cooperated on something uh justin have you ever co-written anything oh yeah have you ever co-written anything for four people um on role play sites but that's not really co-writing per se <laughs> right but like have you ever like all four people tried to agree on a choice or an artistic oh yeah choice no, or... that, it's, it's messy it's a mess and it reflects into the song when it comes to the music it's just a mess it's now i'm gonna have to say this bradley cooper blue my mind he <laughs> was amazing i had no idea that he could sing that way and i don't think anybody had i don't think he knew he could sing, sing that, that way, way. <laughs> i don't think he knew because on the show that lady gaga has in vegas when he pulled him on the stage he was so nervous on the stage i don't know if you guys saw that. oh yeah i saw that it, one yeah yeah there he was so nervous like oh my goodness i can't do this and <laughs> and and he just he just like by the way lady gaga loves that guy I don't know what's going on there, but like it's, it's just there's just chemistry there. <laughs> got a, got a hundred people in the room, and he's the only one who believed in it. <laughs> I know. I, I'm, I'm amazed fair. like they haven't already started dating each other. Like, I think one of them is married. Possibly well, I think they're but... dating other people. Right? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm like oh, they're about they're, they have more chemistry than they do with their actual romantic partners. It feels That's true. like it's true. And you know, again, shallow. Shallow is a song that um, um, you know, my of all things. My father-in-law introduced me to the song, and he's a huge redneck country music, old country music <laughs> uh, guy. No, he's he's from Arizona, grew up in Missouri. I mean, the guy is, uh, you know, construction comp. You get the type of guy, and and he's like Lorenzo, dude, look at the song. This is amazing. Like, I love it. You know, I don't like this type of music. I don't like Lady Gaga. Damn, damn straight, I don't like Lady Gaga. But listen to this. And so he, we were in his truck driving from uh, his favorite Mexican restaurant. And he, and he just blasted the song on the radio. And I was like, for the, so Bradley Cooper starts singing, of course. And I'm like, ooh, ooh, okay, okay, ooh. And then she comes in with like, you know, tell me something, boy. And I'm like, huh, okay, this is getting good. Tell me something, boy. Aren't you tired trying to fill that void? Or do you need more? Ain't it hard keeping it so hardcore? As soon as she starts hitting the high notes and the song starts developing, I'm like, uh, okay. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, no. You didn't like the climax? No, I, I didn't I didn't like the climax. I think the song ended at Tell Me Something, Boy. Jeez, oh, that's it. That's, when the, that's like forty seconds song into the song. Damn. Should have wow. ended. 
<laughs> no, no, not Bradley's part. Uh, Gaga's her, part. Gaga's part. So Bradley sings his bit, and then there's the pause. That, that's that's the same kind of technical pause mm-hmm. that Whitney Houston used in "And I." So but right before the "And I," that's there's that pause that just grabs you by the butt cheeks, and you're like, <laughs> you know, it's just. And then when she blasts that note, you're like. I love you. I want to marry you. Let's have six babies, and that is, and 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 that's the same pause. And that'll be just as big as Brad's there. family. <laughs> that's not the, quite, that's the not same quite. pause that, that they use one. there, which which works. On technical terms, it, it does work okay. very well. The song is a good song. It's just, it's just the oh. lyrics are a mess. Shallow, shallow, shallow. Well, I have shallow, a question shallow. about that. The yeah, song goes lyric, terrible. lyric, chorus, and then ends. Right? That's yeah, like weird, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's not. It's, it's not. A, it's not a good song by any sort of you know stretch of imagination. But it is sensational, and that's why. Because it, with the movie, you watch it with the movie. Like you said, you cry because it's awesome. Oh, yeah, it works especially well like, with the movie. I think that's the, yeah, the, the scenery. Fantastic yeah, to picture. Director snub for sure, yeah. Because to picture, you're not looking, you're not listening really to the music. You are looking at these two people so in love that just singing together. She finally gets her break and all that. You know, it, it's it's like you, your mind is focused on not on the song, and so they can get away with that. But if you listen to the song by itself, and again, you know, uh, Shaq, you might like the song. It's fine. It's totally your right to do it. You're wrong, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> it's Fuck you. It's your... <laughs> I, I like it too. Also, <laughs> well, so can I, you? So, I, so before we continue, I just want to say a funny thing. But like, I, I change songs, right? And the moment you say you didn't like the climax, a bunch of gunshots went up on the beat. <laughs> 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 and I was like, that was so perfectly timed. Oh, the timing, man! The timing. Man. That's why he's yeah, well, uh, I don't want to. I don't want to be too long about this because it, it's just a, such a missed opportunity to make a good song. It just bothers me so much because Gaga, Gaga is an amazing songwriter. Gaga is awesome. Like, listen to Applaud. Applaud from Gaga is a, such a solid song. I, mm-hmm. I listen to it, like, almost weekly to that because it's it's a go-to for me. And and, and you have such good – she's got such a good persona, such an m- amazing voice, and, and then this. And then she gets nominated for – which, I mean, good for her. I, I just don't like – I don't like the result at all sorry well her, her song until it happens to you was also ridiculously oh yeah under listened uh, and sn- well i don't want to say snubbed because it got nominated yeah. but she lost she lost to freaking still what's his name pissing Inspector. everybody off <laughs> yeah well can you picture yeah. i'm not going to say white boy anymore i'm just going to say bradley in the driving his car down the road going sha la 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 lose yeah, and, no, and that makes I, it better right no like, yeah. <laughs> You know, me and my wife, you know, I got on the guitar and we were singing Shallows because it's fun to sing together. My my wife loves the song and and, and I was doing and I was <laughs> you doing just, you just bitter the whole time. Like, I'm so I'm so bitter. I'm tell like, me something, girl. You're, you're here for my lawyer, babe. Like, that's, <laughs> but it's like it's like I was you know I was singing Bradley's part at the beginning. You know, I was just, we were doing you know just we were doing parts and all that stuff and 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 I was like, whoa, this is not as e- this is not easy. This is not like easy stuff for a singer okay i'm not a singer but but my dad is a vocal coach and i followed him everywhere for the majority of my years so i know what it, it kind of is entailed into singing and i'm like whoa bradley my man you know it's like <laughs> dude yeah respect man i i respect the guy very much actually as a director as well by the way oh yeah yeah no he he it was a great movie Agreed. and i, I even yeah. was that movie that he did um sorry to interrupt uh, what's that movie that he did he was a chef oh um burnt. Uh, burnt burnt yes i love that movie yep and it's it got burnt in the box office too literally the so. first person i've ever heard say that <laughs> Hell, my wife liked i love it, that yeah. movie i don't know she why i just love it it's it just got for, it was just kind of forgotten. That's the thing. It was very forgotten. Yeah, yeah. that's true. No, I mean, and I didn't say much. It's, I mean, you guys said mostly everything I need to say, but I, mm. I enjoyed it. I, I mean, I, I don't, you know, this is not my personal favorite song, but if this one wins, I'm like, no, I can see that. I can see why it would win. So, 
But now we are getting to my personal favorite song, <laughs> which is the one that dun, Shaq, dun, and, dun. Shaq and Bradley can tell you that when the nominees came out, I was starting to get worried. I'm like, oh, they're just going to overlook this song because they don't like country music and kind of stuff. And then the name came up. And I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was no, fun. You, you were scared. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, that, nice. So, yeah, it's when a cowboy trades his spurs for wings from Battle to Buster Scruggs. I, I mean, okay, again, uneducated Justin Pinion. I just think this song, especially in context of the movie, works so well because it captures the spirit of classic cowboy ballads. You know, because what the movie starts with um, their rendition of Cool Water, which is a very famous cowboy song. And then this is kind of playing upon oh, that yeah. idea of what those songs are doing. And I think it just works, works really, really well. And especially because um, getting Willie Watson to sing it, who is actually a professional singer from what I looked up after the fact. Uh, it just really helped a lot that he had that kind of that twang and that cadence that you need for a good cowboy ballad. And it's just got, I mean, in terms of lyrics, I think it's really, really well written as a song, you know, kind of talking about the, you know, the cowboys anticipating when the end comes kind of thing, which I, I don't know. Well, yeah, and all cowboy movies are about death, you know, so it's a great song. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Seriously, John John Wayne didn't start the genre by going around and say like, do you want a flower? You know, he's just like, I'm going to shoot you in the face. So, yeah, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, like, I listened to it for the first time right before we started recording. Yeah, and Shaq, tell I, us. And, you know, like, <laughs> here's the thing. I don't, I'll say for sure that I don't hate it. I'm not in love with it, but it may be because I'm not, I don't have such an affection for those cowboy type, like, songs. And so that might be, like, a bit of personal bias in it. But it, I do recognize it is a really good song. It, and like Justin said, it is well-written. I did like the lyrics a lot. Um, it's not my favorite, but I wouldn't be upset if it wins. Okay. Well, I'm totally deep into Red Dead Redemption 2 right now. Nice. <laughs> Anytime I kill someone in a in a, round, uh, a roundup, in a, a gunfight or um, a quick draw, I'll just start like being, Let me tell you, buddy, there's a faster <laughs> gun. And, you know, my... I don't play with my kids. Not Red Dead Redemption 2. You know, I don't want to be one of those mean parents. But no, yeah, keep your kids away from that game, you guys. Shit. But um, yeah, I agree. They'll hear me in their bedroom. I'll like, oh, Dad just killed the cowboy. So I think it's uh, as far as uh, the film to the song works. Um, it's almost perfect. And if. They were going to give it to this instead of uh, The Shallows. I wouldn't mind either since it works incredibly well uh, for the story that it's telling. It definitely plays on old Hollywood, you know, and I know how much old Hollywood loves to award stuff. So When they wrap my body in the bin, then sheep. And they take my six eyes, pull the boots from my feet. Unsaddle my pony, she'll be itching to roam. I'll be halfway to heaven under horsepower of my own. Yeah. And now for the wrong opinion. No. No, I love that song actually. I, I think <laughs> So these are the same guy, by the way, is, these these are the same guy that did Brother Where Art Thou? Am I wrong? Um, well, yeah, the same and then, uh, man. That yeah, and then Tim Blake Nelson uh, yeah. was one of the actors in that one too. So, right, okay, yeah, he was. Yeah. yeah, I, 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 so I loved Brother Where Art Thou, and I love these kinds of movies because they're, I, I think they, they really hit the spot when it comes into narrative. Um, and when I'm talking about narrative, I'm talking about a musical point of view. Because, uh, you know, composers are just as narrative, they have to be just as narrative driven as uh, the directors and writers because mm-hmm. you, 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 you're telling a story with your music. You're helping in telling the story with your music. You can't just write any piece of music to any picture. Otherwise, it just doesn't work. Um, <laughs> otherwise, song, you get gaudy or something like that. So <laughs> I, I, No, I guess you get fired. <laughs> and uh, you, you get straight up fired. That's, that's <laughs> Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you're like, nope, uh, we're going to call uh, somebody else. You know, it, it's, you have to write the, the right 
music for the right uh, mood and the right color of the picture and all that stuff. But anyway, it's a it's it, I've I've come okay. I wasn't born into country music. Um, I was born with uh, you know stuff mm-hmm, like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you're Italian, uh, so of course. Yes. <laughs> so you know my my heritage, uh, your you know Americans' heritage is very much um, Negro spiritual spiritual, and so you know gospel, and therefore jazz uh, and uh, and country ballads, which are inherited from the Irish folk music mm-hmm. uh, heritage. Um, so your heritage is, is in my opinion, beautiful. I, I, I actually do quite enjoy listening to country music, not the modern pop music that they call country that they play on the wolf. You know, oh, no, they, that, that shit sucks. <laughs> yeah. That's, that, that's not, agree. no, but that's no not, wolf. that's country not even music. country music. That's not even country music. They call it country because the guy sings like, wow, <laughs> They all and, sing like Garth Brooks and Alan Jackson. And they put Madero steel they put Cole steel player. guitar and dobros <laughs> underneath and, and resonators and they call it country. But there's nothing country in that song, you know. Nothing, you know. Baby you wanna real windows down and there's nothing country about that song. Nothing. Oh, just is, the tr- is that supposed to be a country song? <laughs> I think he I just don't wrote one. No, yeah. I don't think <laughs> I'm it's just, supposed I'm just to kidding. be. Yeah. It's, it's supposed to be, I guess. <laughs> And, and here's the the point: the song, uh, the ballad of you know, the, the when a cowboy trades his spurs for wings. I really enjoyed listening to the song, but it didn't hit the spot for me that I was searching for. And 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 when I when I hear country ballads, I I want to cry because country ballads are beautiful songs. They're they're the meaning of the lyrics are beautiful. The 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 way the chords kind of intertwined with themselves the country music country music has an insane way of using chords and chord progressions that just blew me away and i just didn't have that in this one i just didn't i, I wanted it i wanted it throughout the whole song i wanted it so bad and i just didn't have it However, out of all these picks, because I feel like we've we've run out of all the picks, right? Just yeah, that's, yeah. That's yeah. All. this is the last one. Um, yeah. Out of all these picks, I want the Ballad of Buster Scruggs to win. Oh, and if that doesn't win, I want the Place Where Lost Things Go to win. That's those are my personal favorites. So I I don't actually have uh, too much against this song specifically. Believe it or not. Uh, oh, there you go. <laughs> if she, listen, if Shallow wins, he's gonna rush the stage. I am going. I, I am. I'm, I'm not gonna be happy if that song wins. I gotta be honest. Well, brace yourself. Honestly, like if anything, even though I said I'm not crazy about all the stars, I'm only I only supporting it because I want Kendrick Lamar to have an Oscar. Fair, fair. Yeah, that'd be cool. He, he kind of deserves it though. Like he's an incredible producer. He oh, sure. He's- it. Yeah. Insane. Yeah. Yeah. So no, Justin, I'm going to need to educate you on some Kendrick Lamar. <laughs> oh like, no, I've listened to Kendrick knock. Lamar. Uh, my my best friend Ethan, he was like hardcore into Kendrick Lamar for especially in his early albums. So I listened yeah. to a bunch of Lamar. So. Oh no, m- m- you're going full education on it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, on- online university courses right there. <laughs> yep. Uh, the, the Shack University. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Well, so then I got to ask you. So Lorenzo said his top favorite. Like, so w- out of these songs, then Bradley and Shack, oh, which yeah. are your personal favorite picks? Then. Oh, I, like I said, it's shallow. Okay, shallow, and then Bradley. <laughs> also, fu- <laughs> fucking Lorenzo, shallow's great. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, sir, you're uh, wrong. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sticking. I'm sticking with shallows too. Cause yeah. okay, okay, okay. Well, then Lorenzo and I are more aligned than I thought. Cause yeah, when a cowboy yeah. trades is my yeah. favorite of these. So. Fair enough. <laughs> but where the last things go though with these. <laughs> I'm there to cowboy here, trying and to finger go song. Yeah, Six somehow I got the Italian to side with me on the very American song. That, that's 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 quite something right there. <laughs> they should do a country song where all the 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 the, the most famous country taglines from movies are in there, like 
You know what happened? Listen, you know what would have made everyone happy if they Lady Gaga had did a country western song in Ooh. A Star Is Born. Ooh, she was just like in the shallows <laughs> with my. <laughs> Poverty stricken family. Yeah, there's well, not enough country, talk about booze and uh, yeah, country's never with my cat. About horses and six shooters. I still love the uh, the fake country song in Family Guy, the uh, I Kissed My Sweetie with My Fist, which is the name of that Damn. song. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's a classic. That's, That's a classic. Classic country on the wolf. <laughs> well, there was, some, there was someone the who wolf. pointed this out that, like, I realized that all the country songs I like. Are the ones that are like about women violently murdering their husbands? <laughs> <laughs> so Amanda, good, Amanda Lambert, though. <laughs> like Amanda Lambert, genre. even even just like if it's not even just like murder, but just like violence, like fucking Carrie Underwood. Yeah, before he cheats is the best punch country pop song. I love that song. This this chick just like completely destroys this dude's car. <laughs> she wrecked the shit out of and and people wonder and and people are like yeah. video games incite violence. And then you're like, yeah, listen to that song. <laughs> Yeah. I keep on. It's before he cheats. It's before he. But this even is even. Yeah, the, she, he hasn't even done the act. Like he's he's like as far as we know, innocent until proven guilty. And she just goes nuts. She just goes nuts on that poor little Subaru. But you, it, you know what? In that song, I was supporting her all the way. I was like, "You go, Carrie." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> take fair that, enough. Don't take that no, shit. me too. I'm just me saying too. he has a valid case for you know if he takes her to court for that stuff. <laughs> He's not going to take her to court. He's vandalized everything. What? An I Am The Prize podcast went on too long? That's never happened before. Yeah, we got very in-depth in this conversation, so we broke this up into two parts. So tune in tomorrow where we talk about best original score.